Today on the news and why it matters, uh, the United States military has killed a top Iranian military leader. Uh, also, Lizzie Warren is a really big fan of mass shootings. And Marvel is working on their first openly transgender yes. character. Finally. Oh, yes. Finally. finally. Got a lot to get into. And it starts right now. Welcome. Happy Friday. Uh, welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. I'm going to do my best to get through this with my voice. Cheers. If you'll notice, we don't have uh, we don't have beer. We usually have beer on Fridays. There's no beer. It's tea because we're old and sick and stuff. Uh, in with me today, we've got Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed. Yay! Oh, yay! We've got Jason Bartlett, founder of the Boar Extinction. Boar. Boar. Yeah, Boar Extinction. Boar. Yes, my people would be proud. <laughs> uh, South African activist, which we're going to get into his story here uh, later in the show. It, it is quite amazing. And we've got Chad Prather, Good everyone's favorite cowboy. Everybody's. Prather, host of the everyone's. show. Yeah. Yeah, glad you're here. Uh, got a lot to get into. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Black Rifle, as I'm sure you know, is a veteran-owned and operated premium small-batch roast-to-order coffee, coffee company for people who, you know, love America, like us. They import only the highest quality beans from around the world, and they only roast the coffees after you place the order. So you are getting the freshest coffee you can get. It's the freshest coffee available. They've got a ton of different uh, varieties. They've got whole bean and ground varieties. Uh, and many roasts are also available as the single serve coffee rounds. Now, um, you can have it shipped directly to your home or office free every month if you join Black Rifle Coffee Club. So you can choose the blends that you like and you get it for a discounted price. And then you're not up at like 10 o'clock at night trying to load the coffee maker and you're like, oh crap, we're out of coffee. I got to go to the store. Yeah, that doesn't happen because they ship it directly to you. Wake up to America's coffee by going to blackriflecoffee.com slash Y. That is blackriflecoffee.com slash Y. If you enter promo code Y, you get 20% off your first order. And that includes Black Rifle Coffee Club. That's a huge discount because you're already getting a discount for the coffee club. Then you get another discount. That is blackriflecoffee.com slash Y. Enter promo code Y for that 20% off. All right. Got a lot to get into, you guys. Uh, the United States, as uh, we, I'm sure everyone, everyone was talking about it on the Twitter sphere last night. Uh, the United States military did confirm that they have taken decisive action to protect U.S. personnel abroad by killing Qassam Soleimani, the head of the Iranian Revolutionary Guard. Uh, and, of course, this is a U.S.-designated foreign terrorist organization. Now, Soleimani was actively developing plans to attack American diplomats and service members in Iraq. Uh, and, of course, he and his forces were responsible for the deaths of hundreds of American and coalition service members and the wounding of thousands more. He's orchestrated attacks on coalition bases in Iraq over the last several months, uh, including the attack on December 27th. Uh, not a great guy, not not what you would call a friend to the United States. Still, that did not stop the Washington Post from uh, tweeting about it. Breaking news, airstrike at Baghdad airport kills Iran's most revered military leader, Soleimani. Mm. Most revered military leader. Kind of leaving out some important context there. Uh, gentlemen, I want to get your thoughts on why this matters. And then I want to get into some of the Democrat lawmakers' responses to this, uh, this particular airstrike. Pat. Well, it matters because somebody finally took action. Uh, and as President Trump said, this should have happened years ago. And it probably should have. It would have saved American lives. The other reason it matters is that now 
uh, there's going to be some chaos, mm-hmm. uh, I'm afraid, in the Middle East. And we just have to have the stomach for it. Do we have the stomach for it or not? And it's, it's unfortunate in that President Trump just kind of alluded to the fact that we're finally going to actually really once and for all pull out of Afghanistan, which would have been nice after 18 years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see that necessarily happening anytime soon. Instead, what I'm guessing will happen is we're going to ramp up our presence there a little bit to uh, prepare for what may be the repercussions over this. Apparently, the guy was revered um, in Iran. Yeah. Apparently, he's just slightly under the supreme leader of the Ayatollah Khomeini. And uh, seems he has a, a big odd, deal there. Seems a little odd, though, coming from an American uh, mainstream it media does. source to yes, call him revered. Yeah, just does. like, well, who was the last terrorist that... Uh, Al-Baghdadi. He was, yeah. a, he was an austere religious an scholar. Aus- thank you. Yeah. Austere <laughs> religious scholar. So it just, you know, these tweets come out and it's it been. doesn't really... And, and that was the same same rag that wrote that headline. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. they're, they're at least consistent. Yeah. Jason, what are your thoughts? You're you're the foreigner at the table. You tell us what you think. I mean, I, don't you think it would actually de-escalate the scenario a little bit? Because I mean, they've been playing with a lion. Now the lion retaliates mm-hmm. a little bit, you know. But what, what, from an outside perspective, what is a little bit scary for me and actually pretty sad is that the current administration will be knocked for killing a terrorist, but they won't say anything that probably the car he was driving and was paid by, like, the Obama administration. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah. stuff like that. And we see that. The world sees that. And they will stand up for terrorists, but they won't stand up for people like us from South Africa who actually support and the foundations of America yeah. and want to law-abide citizens. So I think it will actually de-escalate because they realize this, you know, if you rattle a dog's cage and, you know, it, that big dog's going to bite back like Toby Keith says. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Chad, he does bring up a, a really great point. I mean, not only, you know, did Obama give them tons and tons of money, but I mean, I had so many people talking to me last night saying, well, I, I hope you're going to be the first one to enlist when this when this comes to war. And I'm like, haven't they already really been at war with us for 20 years? I mean, just because we've been neutered in our response doesn't mean that they haven't been mm-hmm. treating this as they're at war with us. Yeah, our foreign policy in that regard has been a ready aim, 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 mm-hmm. aim, aim. And now people get pissed because Trump actually yelled fire, and we did that. Uh, and, you know... <sighs> When people take to the streets in a nation yelling death to America and we're the great Satan and that's their chance of the protesters, which we've consistently seen. And listen, I, I see all these people who are saying, oh, you know, Iran, we stand with Iran. We stand with Iran. Why didn't you stand with Iran when they were having these women's protests over there over the, you know, the, the mistreatment of, of women in the country? Now, they're, they're, Trump's pretty amazing. I mean, he got he got the left to come out against a dog. Uh, that took out al-Baghdadi. Now he's got them defending terrorists. It's a pretty amazing thing. I want Trump to come out with a tweet and says, that says, breathing is good for you. Because they'll immediately oppose breathing. No. Yeah, breathing. We hate breathing. Yeah. breathing is bad. We are anti-breathing. How dare he? Well, I mean, to your point, this guy was uh, responsible for 17% of American deaths in Iraq. So uh, let's see. Iran was responsible for the deaths of 608 U.S. soldiers during the Iraq War. Soleimani was, of course, the head of these uh, forces carrying out those operations, killing American troops. It feels like back when Osama bin Laden, you know, we got him under Obama's watch. If you want to give Obama credit for it, whatever. But it feels like we could at least all come together and say this was a win for America. This was a good thing. We don't see that anymore. 
Osama bin Laden carried out a major terrorist attack that we know about. It's obviously well publicized, 9-11. Mm-hmm. Of course, he was behind the 1993 attempts at the, at the bombing. So we know Osama bin Laden. But people who are in the know, and I'm no expert of Middle East geopolitical, you know, Islamic politics. I, I, I'm not an expert there. I don't think anybody in the room is, and I don't know anybody who is. And certainly people on the Twitter sphere, they don't know anything. But I do know people, and I've seen people who are in the know who say that actually killing Soleimani was actually a bigger deal. deal. Yes. Yeah. If you really count what, you know, the, the swath and the path and the wake of this guy and mm-hmm. the, the, the destruction he created, it's a bigger kill, if you will, than Osama bin Laden was. Yeah. I uh, wanted to uh, bring into the conversation some of the responses from Democrat lawmakers who are suffering from uh, very, very terrible cases of TDS. I really hope that they uh, get better soon. Let's start with Chris Murphy, Senator Chris Murphy, who said Soleimani was an enemy of the United States. That's not a question. The question is this. As reports suggest, did America just assassinate without any congressional authorization the second most powerful person in Iran, knowingly setting off a potential massive regional war? <laughs> who wants to go first? Your thoughts? If I say if I say the acronym NDAA, most people don't know what that means. National Defense Authorization Act. Okay. Mm-hmm. Twice a year, Congress almost carte blanche without question signs off on this thing. It allocates funds and budgets for all of our Department of Defense, everything that we do. I mean, if we're buying airplanes, if we're funding military actions, everything that we're doing, they're in essence saying, look, whenever we are affronted with a military threat, we have the ability to act on that executively. And that's exactly what Trump did. So. To come out and say they don't have congressional authority, no, that's exactly what the NDAA provides in a situation like this. People weren't having these debates. They weren't suddenly all about Islam or religion or, or who this guy was whenever they were blocking um, you know, cargo ships in the Persian Gulf or they were taking our boat or they were storming our embassy the other day. Mm-hmm. And Trump did what was fully in his right as the executive of this country to pull that trigger. And couldn't you have said the same thing? Where was Chris Murphy when we killed Osama? Exactly. Uh, Where were you then? And all of the many drone strikes and bombings that Obama did. Right. I don't recall hearing anything. And and I will also say that three days ago, Chris Murphy tweeted that we don't have basically anything behind our threats. Yeah. You know, we're just all talking, no power. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he specifically blamed Trump for that. Yeah. I mean, he came out and said, I can't believe, you know, Trump needs to step up. And now Trump steps up and he just can't handle it. Jason. I mean, there's just can you blame anybody for keeping quiet before you bump people because or like annihilate these these terrorists? Because these Democrats, obviously, they like an old faucet that's leaking because they're full of leaks. So let's say, okay, we're going to bring it to a table and two Democrats and two conservatives sit there like it's going to get out. And then the guy's going to get free and then they're going to praise him. You know, so. How, how do they? How You're exactly right. I mean, they came out on Twitter and Chuck Schumer said, I didn't know about this. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing you didn't know about it because then they would have known about right. it. Right. I mean, this they, they, look, the Democrats want Trump out. It doesn't matter what happens. They've tried everything. The Russian collusion. There's been, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's been all these things. Now that the Ukraine and I tweeted yesterday, I said, so are we not talking Ukraine anymore? Yeah. I mean, it, it, finally, nobody's talking about Ukraine. Where are the impeachment papers? What's going on? Where's Pelosi? Everybody wants. It's amazing to me how much power they're trying to give Congress mm-hmm. in the in in all of these situations, like Congress is the one who at the end of the day says it all. Well, it's funny, too, um, that you mentioned that because, um, you know, Ukraine, they want to impeach him for. I feel like I feel like they're setting this up 
so that they can add this to some sort of impeachment reason. To, because I keep seeing abuse of power, abuse of power, abuse of power. And I'm like, is, are they positioning themselves to drop the Ukraine thing and start using this for impeachment? Oh, they will. They will. Oh, God. I mean, Barack Obama, you know, he enacted, what, seven drone strikes on, I mean, yeah. either in, I mean, or however many drone strikes there were, and then, they're, you know, bombing seven different nations. Mm-hmm. Where were they then? Right. What were they talking about then? There was, there was absolute silence on their part. Yeah. Uh, a few other Democratic lawmakers uh, before we go to break. Let's see. Senator Tom uh, Udall, President Trump is bringing our nation to the brink of an illegal war with Iran with no congressional approval. Mm-hmm. Passing our bipartisan amendment to prevent unconstitutional war with Iran is urgent. Congress needs to step in immediately. Uh, Andy Levin, there is no question that Soleimani was an enemy of the United States. I feel no sadness at the news of his death. But there's always that but there. I have serious concerns about this president's execution of a potential act of war without authorization of Congress. And then this is one of my favorites, Blumenthal. Let's go to Blumenthal. Uh, Richard Blumenthal, Trump administration owes a full explanation of airstrike reports, all the facts to Congress and the American people. The present authorizations for use of military force in no way cover starting a possible new war. This step could bring the most consequential military confrontation in decades. I mean, like how much more do they want us to take? Killing Americans, that's fine. What do we do? Invite them in for tea? Well, according to Rose McGowan, yeah, you know, I mean, in right. Hollywood, I mean, Hollywood's gone crazy. I mean, these folks in Hollywood have just, they're nuts, you know, basically saying, please don't kill us. Yeah. We're sorry. We're, we're being so held sorry. by a dictator yes. here. Yeah. We're hostages. I say let's have a hostage release program. I looked it up this morning on Priceline.com. They're not a sponsor, but I looked it up. <laughs> you can get to Baghdad for $1,095. you got to go through Dubai. You can fly Emirates, Great mm-hmm. Airline. Now, that's the closest I could get you to Tehran. So what I say is let's have a hostage release program. Okay. We'll donate $1,000, $1,100 per celebrity that wants to go. We'll release them into the Middle East. Now, ladies, bring a hat. It's going to take a little bit of a drive. The border crossing is a bitch. Let me just tell you. And, and, but you can get to Tehran in just a matter of... Somebody commented on there. I posted a picture of that. Somebody said, that's actually a cheap flight. And I said, well, it's going to cost you your life. Uh, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> uh, all right. So if someone out there could go ahead and set up a GoFundMe so that we can start <laughs> donating to those celebrities, we would appreciate it. Back in a minute. <laughs> that is the one GoFundMe I think I'd be willing to share on my pages. Absolutely. Never shared one, but I think I would. So funny. get back into the program, uh, I want to talk to you about losing your hair. Losing your hair sucks, all right? And I'm not talking to just men. I'm talking to women, too, because it happens to all of us. Now, what you might not know is that the cause of your hair loss could be a hormone called DHT. And there is a possible solution. The FDA approved two hair treatment products that help control your DHT and prevent hair loss. It's even triggered hair regrowth in a really large percentage of guys. Now, until now, these products were really expensive. You got to go to a doctor and explain these embarrassing things that you don't want to talk about. All right, you don't have to do that anymore because Keeps offers the generic versions of these two FDA-approved hair products. They are up to 90% effective and they're affordable. We got you half off to get you started. With Keeps, you can save your hair without ever leaving the couch. I mean, I hope that you leave your couch at some point in time because I don't want you living on your couch. No? It's overrated. Really? Okay. <laughs> crazy world well, out You there. don't have to leave your couch. Uh, you just answer a few questions online, take a few pictures of your hair. A licensed doctor will review it and recommend the treatment for you, and it's shipped discreetly to your door. You can go to keeps.com slash why. I got you a free online doctor consult and 50% off of your first order. 
Yeah, that's right. I said 50% off. Happy New Year to you. Go to keeps.com slash why. That is keeps.com slash why. All right. Our good friends, Lizzie Warren and uh, Michael Bloomberg. Um, you know, we talked yesterday, I believe, Pat, we talked about uh, the response to this Texas church shooting in mm-hmm. White Settlement. We talked about the USA Today article uh, where the columnist said that it was very terrifying that we had all of these other people who were you know, carrying guns and willing to, like, I don't know, save the lives of themselves and those around them. That's very terrifying for a USA Today op-ed writer. Uh, Let's hear what Elizabeth Warren has to say when she is asked by a voter at a town hall if she would be willing to support not just concealed carry, but concealed carry with government licensing and restrictions. Watch. Last week, there was a uh, another church shooting. And the only thing that saved the rest of the congregation were the other two people who there who shot and took out the uh, shooter. Would you support a universal carry, concealed carry law for everyone in the country who's willing to be licensed and checked by the government? No. Uh, all right. You'd think that there was more to that response, but... And there actually was. But. No. Hey, look, this is going to mess up the microphone, but I went ahead and brought my straight jacket because either she's crazy or I'm crazy. I mean, it's just absolutely nuts. We need to tie you up here. Yeah, I, you need to put that thing in there. But I don't think you're the one who needs it. I, at this point, I'm going to harm myself. I mean, watching this stuff is pure ignorance. I mean, try to get close to any one of these people. Try to get close to Elizabeth Warren. And see what happens. Mm-hmm. You're going to get smoked. She, she said she doesn't feel safe sitting next to somebody with a concealed weapon. She does it every day. <laughs> what are you talking about? She's got armed security nonstop, 24 hours of protection every day. Uh, and so does Bloomberg, yeah. that we're, who we're going to be talking about, too. The hypocrisy is just yeah. its too much to take. I need one of those, too. I, we all do. I, I think we just yeah. need to, we need to have enough for the entire show. Yeah. We just pull it out whenever necessary. Does this straight jacket make me look fat? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Um, Jason, I do want to get your thoughts. Let's listen to, uh, to Bloomberg uh, kind of double down on what Elizabeth Warren is saying on gun control. And why would we want... Like, I don't know, average citizens able to protect themselves and those around them. Watch. ...had their own gun and killed the person who murdered him to other people. But it's the job of law enforcement to uh, have guns and to decide when to shoot. You just do not mm. want the average citizen carrying a gun in a crowded place. Um, Jason, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Did it not... Just sound like he's basically saying we want to leave innocent American citizens, law-abiding citizens, completely defenseless. Completely defenseless. I mean, first of all, he looks like a ventriloquist. You can hardly <laughs> see his mouth moving. You know, but um, yeah, so the people like that don't realize that what's waiting for them in five years from now. Like, I'm a little poster boy for that. I, I know what's waiting for them because now you're not allowed to, you now condoned because you are killing a criminal and protecting hundreds of other people, God-fearing people, actually, in a place of worship, okay? And we're in a place like South Africa. A very good friend of mine was attacked by four people on his farm. And when the police, he, had, he shot one because they were biting him. They bit his two fingers almost completely off and they bite him because that's what the savages do there. And he shot and killed one. And the police got mm. there and arrested him. 
and take him to jail. And that's what's, come, that's what's on the doorstep. If these things like Elizabeth Warren, that they come and try pass this and they want to take your guns and they want to change it, that's what's waiting for you. I hope you guys know that and personally know that. So it really is a time for Americans just to say, hey man, let's cling to what is good and say no to the Warrens and no to the Bloombergs. And mm-hmm. just, it's, it's incredible evil, man. Pat, I had someone say to me um, about Elizabeth Warren, they said, look, she, she gave the answer she gave because she just wants it to be a state's rights thing. And I'm like, uh, no, no. Have you not seen all of their gun control plans that yeah. they would like to put into place if they were actually uh, voted in? I mean, they don't care about the Second Amendment at have all. Have you also not seen what they have to say about states' rights? They don't believe right. in that at all. Right. right. The Tenth Amendment to them is, is evil. It's not about states' rights to them. It's about gun confiscation. Mm-hmm. And the, the, at least the good thing right now is that some of them are just Flat out saying it. Yeah. You know, you had Beto, who obviously did. Bloomberg has been saying that for years. At least we know where they really stand. It used to be, and sometimes with some of them still is, oh, I love the Second Amendment. Yeah. But, but. <laughs> I'm just all about common sense gun mm. control measures. Well, no, they're not. And at least the truth uh, is coming out about that now. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jason, before we go to uh, to break, you know, you kind of alluded to uh, what's going on in uh, your home country of South Africa. Tell us why you're here. You're walking to the White House. Yes, I'm actually walking to the White House. So it's 1,557 miles. And I'm actually doing it with a Trump hat. And, I, uh, you know, I didn't realize that so many Americans hate America. Yeah. Like I was sworn <laughs> at it's yesterday. It's weird, right? I mean, someone threw a Coca-Cola at me. I thought he was maybe giving it to me. And it, it, it came a bit fast. So I couldn't catch it. But, yeah. I'm actually walking to the White House because there's a persecution of farmers in South Africa. My cousin, unfortunately, was shot through the back of the head and, um, you know, he survived. The bullet came out front and they beat his little eight-year-old daughter and his 10-year-old daughter with a crowbar. And, you know, they really do that. And they're raping 24-month-old babies and, and younger. And they do this in front of the parents. And um, like the, the political party known as the EFF, it's very ironic how the economic freedom fighters of the world's always become the most violent, right? Mm. And they're standing up and they're saying like one settler, one bullet, and they, because they want to initiate that they kill all the white farmers. Mm. And they're doing it. So what they do is mm. they rape the men in front of the wives and children, and then they strip the wives um, completely naked, rape them in front of their children, and then they technically try leave the women and children after they've raped them, male and female, they try leave them alive and kill the husbands um, so that they can sell the farms because none of the farmers, they want to expropriate the land without compensation. Mm-hmm. So if you own a ranch and you owe a million dollars because of your skin color, I'm allowed to take it away and you still got to pay off the debt. Mm-hmm. You know, so and you've talked about that on your show and people have said that's yeah, not happening. Conspiracy theory is what they call it. They, yeah. they say all the time that it's not happening. Yeah. Well, we've and got you've actually seen it. Yeah, yeah. Family members. My family members. Uh, my dad's a, actually a pastor, so I've been raised under biblical law and under grace. You know, so and I've just I've, I've been around and I've been looking at what's going on, and it's just it, it, it's tear jerking. And that's why someone like Katie Hopkins goes and makes a thing called uh, a, a documentary called The Killing Fields, and it's broad daylight. And they sh- sh- they literally talk to the government officials, and they say we are going to slit the throat of whiteness. And we're going to kill all the whites and we're going to boil them in a pot like a frog. They won't know they're being boiled and they won't be able to jump out. And this is happening and this is 2020. And, the, and, and Americans ask, like, okay, why should we, we be concerned? I say because the, our enemy is the very people that you are your enemies. This le- these leftist media, these mobs and these Democrats, unfortunately, are over there and they're hiding it. They are completely hiding it. And the third biggest political party is standing up and 
asking for a genocide of the white farmers and, and people in South Africa. And nobody says anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you got to put one and two together. Why are the, like George Soros is, you know, why has he got nonprofits in South Africa, but nothing in Zimbabwe, there's complete famine. And why is it America's concern, just as I finish, is the fact that if the farmers are extinct, in the white farmers in South Africa are extinct, then you're going to have a mass immigration problem in America mm. because then everybody's going to say, we're starving, we need something. Where do we go? We go to the land of the free where Elizabeth Warren wants to take your defense away yeah. and make sure that you become like South Africa. That's mm. why it's so concerning for Americans. And it'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy because when you kill all the farmers and you turn it over to, to use your word, savages, because anybody that does that to another human, I don't care the color of your skin, you're a savage. Yeah. You can't feed your own, yeah. you can't feed your own people. Yeah. All right, back in a minute. It's incredible. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on too long. Mm. No, you're good. No. Hey, coming up in uh, overtime, a judge has ruled that a Texas hospital can remove an 11-month-old baby off of life support, and this is, of course, without the consent of the baby's parents. Also, Marvel, as promised, set to debut first openly transgender character. The movie's being shot right now. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't wait. We've been asking for it. Now it's finally here. You got to go to blazetv.com. We'll see you there. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. We have brought you this story in the past. It is still ongoing, but a Texas judge has now ruled that Cook's Children's Hospital in Fort Worth can proceed with its plans of removing 11-month-old Tinsley Lewis off of life support. Now, this is, of course, against Tinsley's parents' wishes. Uh, Tinsley was born prematurely with a rare heart defect, and uh, she is conscious. She's breathing with the help of a ventilator, but uh, after about nine months under intensive care, Uh, The hospital staff decided under the Texas Advanced Directive Act, which every time I say this to people, they're like, I don't believe that this exists in Texas. It does. And it says that the hospital administration board can basically meet. And for any reason, they decide they can determine that care is futile for a particular patient. And they give the family 10 days before they just kick them off life support. And they say, tough luck. We don't think that this person uh, should be receiving care anymore. And I don't really care what you have to say. Uh, Their life is not as important as you think it is, and we're removing them from life-saving devices. Uh, now, this is, like like I said, it's been an ongoing case. Um, the, the family has been working with Texas Right to Life to uh, try to get a stay, you know, in this, keep her on life support. They had previously uh, gotten a couple more months than originally intended. I believe that the hospital wanted to pull the plug in, I think it was November. Um, so they had gotten this, uh, you know, they, they had kept pushing and pushing and pushing uh, the mark. And now the judge has sided with the hospital and given the doctor's uh, permission to proceed. Now, Pat, you talked about this uh, on radio this morning. I heard you. And um, you had mentioned that the hospital cited that they had talked to all of these other hospitals who were in agreement. Okay, 19 hospitals that they had Mm -hmm. talked to that were in agreement uh, with them that care was futile, that they shouldn't, you know, it, it was potentially 
hurting this baby, the baby was in pain, and that this is what needed to happen regardless of what the parents wished. Um, I've been in contact with the communications director at Texas Right to Life who says that they have doctors who are still coming forward who are interested in treating this particular baby. Wow. They oftentimes need more information. Like they say, well, we need a picture, you know, a better picture of you know, this lab work or that lab work so that we know how to best treat her. And of course, the hospital she's at now has no motivation to cooperate and actually do those, uh, do the do the lab work. Uh, also, the hospitals that Cooks has supposedly contacted um, and talked to the doctors already. Yeah, these hospitals are saying no. Actually, we've not heard from Cooks. We've not heard from these doctors. They haven't called us and talked to us. It's unbelievable. Pretty egregious. And you know, even if they had talked to 19 and they all agree, uh, I don't care. If the parents in the family wants the baby to continue to receive treatment, that should be the end of it. Mm-hmm. And if that hospital doesn't want to do it, they should find somebody that they can, you know, who is willing to have the baby transferred to their care and do it there. Which is uh, certainly there's somebody who would treat this child. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's what Texas Right to Life is saying. They're saying yeah. we have doctors who are interested in treating right. her, but unfortunately we need this hospital's cooperation to make that move. And if you don't have this hospital's cooperation, you can't it's do pretty it. pretty inconceivable that in the United States of America, the parents have no say mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, sorry, if the hospital administrators say we're not going to do it, then your baby has to die. Well, okay, I guess you're under no obligation even though you are by by federal law to treat somebody who has a catastrophic illness okay let me find somebody who will and as you as we've said they have somebody who will yeah yeah but usually in these cases and we've talked about a number of them over the last 5 or 10 years uh, the hospital won't allow them to be transferred even right. and no i'm sorry we made the decision that there shouldn't be treatment so there's not going to be treatment it's like it's a power do a that? power trip, I think, that yeah. they don't want anyone. Because this is what we've seen in the U.K. as well with uh, Charlie Gard and Charlie Alfie Gard. Evans. There have been yeah. other places, other countries who have said, we will pay, we will bring a helicopter, we will pay for all of this, we will take them to our treatment facility and treat them. And the NHS still says no. Yeah, well, Cook's Hospital in Fort Worth is a great hospital, great care providers, great doctors there, folks who, you know, the staff that's there, fantastic it's, And it's folks. not the doctors who are it's making the, this It's decision. the bureaucracy mm-hmm. that's involved with this. And you look mm-hmm. at this child and you say, beautiful baby, beautiful little girl, but it's a human being. It's mm-hmm. life. It's mm-hmm. fearfully and wonderfully, it's this is a person that's fearfully and wonderfully made, you know. And this is the thing, the, the cautionary tale of all of this, and people don't want to hear this. They don't like this. If you really got down to the foundation, you look at America and you look at the craziness going on in America, you look at the things that are going internationally, you look at the things. I believe that we have enjoyed the grace of God for 200 plus years. We really have. There's been a protective hand of God over this nation because we kept some form of principle and values that mattered. But when you start to uh, destroy the lives of the innocents, Mm -hmm. I believe that that blood cries out. I really do. And this is one of those things that we have to sit back, take pause and realize that we're just a blip on the radar screen of eternity. And this is a life. This is one that matters. And and when we start making these kind of decisions, don't complain about the things you read in the news and, and, and the stuff that goes wrong, the shootings and the depravity you see. Because this right here is the heart of depravity. You're looking at it right in the eyes. Yeah, Jason. So I'm actually flabbergasted that we're speaking about the United States right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, and not just the United States, like Texas. You know, yeah. I fell in love with this place, and it's not the same place since I started coming here. And uh, now you've got human life, and you, you've got people complaining that you know you've got to ask permission to kill a terrorist who's killing Americans, mm-hmm. but. 
back at back at the ranch, you just can go say, oh yeah, let's just let's just kill that American, mm-hmm. and that's why you know they're doing that with the abortions as well. Just abort Americans, abort them, but oh, please don't kill a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Please don't kill a terrorist. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. So I'm really flabbergasted that we're speaking about this great nation, man. It's they're busy. I mean, if it wasn't for people like yourselves, you know, trying to defend it, it's just going to go there quicker and quicker. So people need to decide: do they want to defend it now, or do they just want to live miserably until the end of time? Yeah, um, Pat. B- before we move on, I always I keep getting this question every time um, I bring up this particular law um, because this is something that is just very near and dear to my heart. I remember in 2015 we talked about Chris Dunn who was a victim of uh, having this law um, you know uh, put on him as well. He was seen pleading on video you know please don't don't take off my ventilator you know I'm alive I'm alert I want to stay alive. He was of course an adult Um, but I, I get this from conservatives And it just, it's kind of gut-wrenching to hear from them, but they say that, well, you know, as conservatives, don't you agree that you should have to pay? If you can't pay, why should you have all of these things given to you if you, in fact, can't pay for it? Why should the hospital be forced to give you this treatment if you can't pay for it? What would you say in response to that? Uh, we're talking about a human being here, mm-hmm. and you're going to put a price on that life. Mm-hmm. Uh, since when do we have we come to that conclusion? Uh, I it, the lack of respect for life is really frightening, mm-hmm. uh, staggering, yeah. and you can't you can't put a price on this baby. And besides all of that. There are GoFundMe pages. Yeah. There are ways to pay. There, the, there are you, a lot of assumptions being made, I feel. Right. Because I, someone says, oh, they don't have insurance. They must not be able to pay. Well, what if they can get a GoFundMe out there and raise the money and, and pay they you can. in five We've months. seen this a bunch of times. You could probably go on the air and raise a million dollars within mm-hmm. a couple of days. Of course you can. And, and pay for the treatment for yeah. a good long time to come. Payment shouldn't be the issue yeah. at all. We're talking about a machine plugged into a wall here. Right. Intricate machine, give you that, but not as intricate as this human life. Mm-hmm. You're talking about something that requires power mm-hmm. to pump air, to keep a heart beating. These things. This is a machine mm-hmm. versus a human life. And it's like, well, yeah. we've got to free this machine up. Yeah. Right. In order to do that, we've got to sacrifice this life. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, if any of you out there are, you know, if this has, has touched your heart and um, you are, uh, are passionate about this, encourage you to um, send a message to Governor Greg Abbott. Um, I know last time we sent a lot of messages to him, tweeted at him, and uh, it gave it some attention. He and uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton were looking into it. So make sure, tweet him, send him a message, let him know uh, that this is on your radar and that you will not stand for hospitals in Texas being able to just terminate human life uh, without the consent of any family members. Uh, All right, moving on. Mm. Marvel. Oh, this is good news. This is good news. Well, that's why I wanted to move on to some some good good news, news, right? Before we we end the show, it's Friday. We need to end it on some really, really good news. Um, They have plans to introduce more LGBTQ characters. Thank God. Uh, He said specifically, the president said specifically the T-trans characters. Mm. Very soon in a movie (laughs) that they are shooting right now. Now, uh, he did not go into detail about what character it will be or which upcoming movie the character would be featured in. Um, Chad? Well, he went on to say that they want to represent all <coughs> aspects of society. That's the issue that I have. Like, I don't care if you have a whatever character you have. I don't care. But to say you want to represent, that's the hypocrisy mm-hmm. of all that. No, you don't. 
do you want to represent a superhero that's a pastor's son, who's a person of faith, who probably was homeschooled, who was out walking to the White House? You know, do you want to do that? Do you want to talk about that person who reads the Bible for their strength and power? And people look at me and they say, well, that's just dumb. I mean, that's crazy. Why would we want to make a superhero out of some kind of fringe group? Really? 0.02% of the population is transgender and has gender dysphoria, but let's make sure we represent all aspects of society. Hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Jason? <laughs> I'm pretty shocked now. Like, <laughs> Aren't you? Really? I thought you were giving me good news about a Marvel movie. I mean, we like, come on, I thought it was marvelous. So they want to take and they want to indoctrinate your children and our future children of the world and force something of 0.2% because someone's got a little bit of an issue with mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. You know, he's mm-hmm. got his maybe a little one or two a little yeah. screws loose and then now he wants to... No, I, can't. I mean, I hate to be crass, but does the superhero commit suicide? I mean, it's a, it's a 45% chance they yeah. will. So, yeah. I mean, just looking at the numbers, That's it's not great, me. That's a great point. Well, it's also, I mean, you mentioned it's indoctrinating our children, but it's, it's indoctrinating them to not believe science. Right. right. Like we're there. We're teaching them that science doesn't exist. Biology doesn't exist. And you should just go with what you feel. Only identity exists yeah. now. Yeah. I think all characters in Marvel movies should be trans now. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I think I, I think we go the other way. And let's just make them all trans just to just to pacify the two million people who are experiencing this and the heck with the rest of us. What, what, I mean, why do why? we need to be represented? We've why? been represented for the last hundred years. Why is it that they are able to get such a stronghold? I mean, it's everyone they got a seems really to be really good PR firm. Yeah, because everyone oh, seems man. to be so fearful of them, and yeah. it's like, but why? Yeah, right. There's five of them, and to the point where we're supposed <laughs> to buy all of their identity talk. Like yeah. If this story we had earlier in the week, where a Trans transgender man, man trans was man. giving birth, and it was a trans woman who donated the sperm. Yes, and the trans doctor was <laughs> conducting the affair. And we really, everybody. really need flowcharts for. Uh, and are like we these. really supposed to just sit, roll over and play dead and say, "Oh, okay, now yes, yeah, so a woman can have a can donate sperm, and a man can have the baby." Yeah. I've got no, it. that I've got can't it. happen. I can explain this. It, it actually makes a lot of sense. Really, so, a woman named Eve wants to be a Steve, and a man named Adam wants to be called a madam. And then they <laughs> yes. reproduced, and so a woman, yeah. had, so a woman had a baby? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's going to, uh, come on. Biology isn't bigotry, okay? Let's clarify yeah. that. Biology is not bigotry, and, and your, your gender orientation is not a mental orientation. It's a physical orientation, and it's okay. The problem, to your point, Pat, is everybody wants to cram it down your throat, and it becomes hate speech if you... Don't refer to someone as ma'am. Look, if I can punch you in the balls and then say yes and say sorry, ma'am, you're a dude. I don't care. And if you're a dude that wants to be a woman that wants to play on my daughter's high school sports team, I'm going to identify as your dad. I'm going to whip your ass. It's just real simple. I'm not real tolerant on this whole deal. I never claim to be. You know, the left claims to be and they're not. I just don't claim to be tolerant of ignorance. Well, this is amazing because what happened to women's rights? Yes. They have gone right out the window. It's a complete objectification of women. It is. Where's your, you know, you know, every three minutes a woman gets raped in South Africa. Where's your movement standing up for women in around the world? You know, Mm -hmm. they're just dead quiet. It's got every three minutes. You know how many women have been raped in South Africa since we've been sitting here? Work that out. It's scary. And I guarantee you that zero men wearing a dress have been raped. <laughs> Zero. True that. You know why? True story. Biology. Biology. 
Well, I mean, it is a great point because there, at least women were 50% of our population. You, yeah. I mean, you'd think that we'd be a little bit more worth, like, standing you up would, for than point two. But you know, I, I'm amazed that, again, and take it way, way back to the beginning of the show, you got a Rose McGowan, who was one of the Harvey Weinstein accusers, yeah. who says, look, I was sexually harassed, all these things I went through. Now you're going to come out in defense of Iran, who is absolutely anti-women's rights. Mm-hmm. You know, only 6% of Iran's parliament or their government has female representation. Only 6%. And so to come out, the hypocrisy of that whole deal, and, and to say, okay, well, we're going to support women. We're pro-women, me too, vagina hats, all these things. I'm going to dress my wiener dog up like a vagina, which is weirdly ironic. But listen, you're going to do all of these things, and then you're going to give Woman of the Year to Caitlyn Jenner, who still has his junk. Mm-hmm. That is the okay, Bruce Jenner, Bruce Jenner. Oh, like, oh, yeah, who Bruce does Jenner. got a great nail. Oh, you, just dead names. <laughs> you just dead yeah. named someone. Yeah, exactly. Wow, exactly. Well, little wow. Bruce is still there. That's the thing. <laughs> little Bruce, big Caitlyn, little little Bruce. That's Bruce the thing. Yeah. It's still a dude. But that's the complete. That's that's spitting in the face arrogantly of women. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everything you're saying, it, it really just puts a moot point on all that you're trying. You claim to stand for. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday's poll question: What will be the most important issue to Americans in 2020. 46% of you said the economy, uh, closely followed by immigration at 35%, healthcare at 13%, and impeachment at uh, 4%, or almost 5%. Oh, man, I can't wait for that impeachment thing to just be totally wiped off the map. I'm tired of talking about it. Uh, Today's poll, will the killing of the terrorist and Iranian military commander Soleimani bring us closer to war with Iran? Let us know what you think. You can go to the Blazes Twitter what do you think, Pat? Uh, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could it have been avoided? Uh, it could have been avoided, but just that would be... Pu- but just pushed yeah, off and just, pushed off and pushed off. We could sweep it under the rug, mm-hmm. but... Um, and let more Americans die. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Jason? Probably, yeah. But, but do you wait another 10 years so they get a stronger army so it can be a worse war? Mm-hmm. Or do you just nip it in the butt right now? Yeah, it's inevitable. Yeah. It's coming. Mm-hmm. It's been coming. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. Let us know what you think. It's The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Oh, you're so welcome. No, no. Thank you. Oh, you're my gosh. so, so welcome. Thank you. Yeah, and you're welcome, America. <laughs> you're welcome, America. <laughs> I'm selling these on my website, watchchad.com. You can we'll get Warren you a Wardrobe, straight jacket just for you. Wardrobe. Yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Amazingly for having me, man. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely awesome. Okay, bye. Why are we still on? Bye. I don't know. Hey. Hello. I said bye. Thank you for watching. I've got some walking to do. <laughs> do have some walking today. Yeah, absolutely. A thousand. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.